Keely Fiona Ace here, reporting to you from the Pit of Despair, Illinois, where dad's step-parents have no rights. You want to hear how it actually is being a step-parent. This is the podcast for you. I'm going to give you the skinny of how stepmoms have no rights when it comes to decision-making, the day-to-day, the big events, all of that stuff. I'm also going to give you the skinny of how the joys of being a step-parent and making that decision to sacrifice your hopes, your dreams, all your finances for these children that you have no rights to. Being a step-parent isn't all like the celebrities make it look. Happy blended families, rainbows, unicorns, fluff flowers, mermaids. It's war. You're in the trenches every day. My relentless reality at times is hilarious from an outsider's perspective. I want to give you guys a glimpse as a stepmom of several years now. My mistakes, my mishaps, my missteps, my successes. I would love for a stepmom listening to take what I've said and maybe not do what I've done. You need a guidebook in being a step parent and being a parent in general. That's what I'm here for. I'm just, I'm a Midwestern gal out here in the pit of despair, letting you guys know that you're not the only one in this foxhole fighting the good fight for those children that aren't even really yours in the eyes of the law. I have changed all the names, events, sports, school activities, ages, all of that jazz, so nobody can come after me in court. Deep, 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 disclaimer. And the skinny of it is what it should be in the court of law is parent A and parent B. There should be no gender because at the end of the day, the kids should be with the parent they spend the most time with. So tune in every week if you need a good laugh or if you need some advice and know that you're not alone because I am down in the foxhole with you. I am right there with the noose around my neck. We got this. No chick flick moments. (laughs) Now, September 15th is National Online Learning Day, which we all had enough of that during COVID, so I don't think we need to celebrate that. September 16th is Batman Day and Collect Rocks Day, so that's interesting. And it's also Play-Doh Day and National Step Family Day, which being a blended family myself, definitely celebrate those who choose to love you and do not have to because they had you. Because that's a big deal when somebody chooses to love you and care about you when they truly, actually, truly don't have to. September 17th is Construction Day, National Dance Day, Gymnastics Day, and Pet Bird Day. Ooda lolly. September 18th is Locate an Old Friend Day. I like that, you know? Connect with people you used to be friends with. Why not? I mean, the internet connects everybody nowadays. Why not use it for good? It's also, okay, now, September 19th is very important. It's National Voter Registration Day. Your vote matters. Your vote counts. Several people died years and years ago, and maybe they don't teach in schools no more because it's bullshit, but people died and suffered and were tortured because all they wanted to do was have a voice to vote. Do not let their pain and their deaths be in vain. Get out register to vote. September 20th is National Punch Day and National String Cheese Day. Okay. September 21st is Mini Golf Day. Yes, I love Mini Golf. And it's also National Peace Day. So, you know, get a hold of one and be peaceful about it. September 22nd is National White Chocolate Day, Singles Day, that's horrible, and World Rhino Day. Hello, everybody. In case you were curious, it's still me. Keely Fiona's still over here, still rowing my boat with a hole in it. I am upbeat, 
and I have a good sense of humor about it. Anyways, I wanted to give you guys another super awesome update. I shouldn't call it a super awesome update, but just uh, an update about my daughter, Lily, my middle child, who is my stepdaughter, in case you guys are just tuning in. She has been really wanting to come and live with us, and I'm trying my darndest not to get my hopes up, because last time I got my hopes up, and my husband and I put forth the money with the lawyer and everything to do so, and the girls chickened out because you guys know my husband's ex-wife is a dictator. It's so annoying. So she's a dictator, and she threatens that she won't love the children. It's so annoying because it's like, really? That's so awful to threaten, but okay, whatever. We'll move on. We'll move on. I'll move on. So Lily is talking to me about how things are very difficult at her mother's house with her mother's boyfriend and her sister and how she just feels left out, unloved, not wanted. Very horrible feelings for an 11-year-old girl with all the other things that 11-year-old girls have to deal with. Hormones, social media, school, and all of those things. Now she's dealing with these feelings. Okay, let me unpack this with you. So anywho, she's asking me all these questions, like how would it be if I lived here? What would be different? What would we do? How would the day look? So I'm just going through how the schedule would look, how things would be, how things would be slightly different, and see what her sister and her mother failed to explain and failed to understand. Well, her sister, I should say, not her mother. If she lived here, child support would change. That money flow would change. And we'd actually be able to put money into her. So yes, you would still be able to do the activities that you love so much. Maybe not as many, but you still would be able to do so because we would have the money to do so. You know, it all goes together. It's like an engine, you know? If one piston isn't firing, or if this isn't going, or if you're not getting the spark, or whatever, it's all gotta work together to go. All of this has to work together to go, which means everybody has to fall in line. So here's the deal. So Lily is talking to me about this and kind of weighing options, and I'm like, I'm stressed out about it because like, we've been down this road before, and I put all my eggs in that basket and got my freaking hopes up, and like, yes, I'm gonna take off my mom hat here and just be a regular human girl for a second. Like, I got my hopes up, and I got betrayed, I was lied to, and it was, it was so defeating to put my faith and get my hopes up again and think that this child is being honest with me. It's very, very hard to do. And like anybody, if you're not a parent, you're just taking this as a situation, you're getting back on the horse. You're like, okay, all right, I just was in a 10-car pile up. I'll get behind the wheel. It's like, shit, man, okay, whew, pump the brakes. Let's take a minute. It's exactly like that. It's And here's the deal. Then you put your parent hat back on. You're like, you got to have faith in your child. You got to show them that you have absolute other faith in them and encourage them and everything. But then you're on the sidelines going, oh my God. It's like it's like Lizzie McGuire with the little cartoon. The little cartoon version of me is jumping on the side going, but what about your heart, Keely? We have to protect the heart. Has anybody put up the sandbags? Has anybody dug a moat lately? Do we have the barricades up? Are they ready? Is somebody in the crow's nest? See, these are the things. But then you got your parent hat going on. All right, you can do this. And you are got your little cheerleader off and you're like, woohoo, rah, rah, shish, kebab. At the same time, you're like, if I turn around, am I going to get stabbed in the back through my cheerleading outfit? Because it's a rental. I'm definitely not going to get the deposit back on that. So shit. So here I go. You know, it's a very fine line. So I'm wearing half body armor and half cheerleader outfit. And I'm walking on this fence post, just walking along. It's a juggling act and it's stressful as hell and why I drink. I'll dig the moat. 
but I'm going to keep cheering her on and keep on encouraging her. And so I encouraged her to go to her student counselor because obviously that is what they are at the elementary school and the junior highs and the high schools for is to talk to the counselor. I said, that is somebody that isn't quote unquote on the payroll. That is not somebody that's mom, dad, myself, or anybody that's connected to you biologically. That is somebody that's legit there only to listen and report on what you say and help guide you and do what's best for your health and what's best for your needs and not for your wants. So yes, I am encouraging her to talk to her counselor and to go that route. I truly do hope. I hate the word hope. Hope has gotten me into so much trouble. I can't afford to hope, but I truly uh, just really hope that she has the courage to talk to her counselor and tell her counselor that she doesn't live in the school district that she's going to school in because that's how this will all change for Lily. And at the end of the day, that's what's best for her. She wants to be in a home that she's wanted and she's wanted here. We don't have her here to um, solidify a paycheck, to nail down 800 bucks a month. We have her here because her sister loves her and because her dad loves her and because I love her. And we bought a home in a wonderful neighborhood in a good school district with a bus stop right outside my house purposely for her. So shouldn't she be where she's wanted, where she feels needed and wanted and not in a home where she doesn't? I think she should be where her mental health is at best and her mental health is best here. As my loyal listeners, please, if you love Jesus, send up some prayers that Lily has courage to go to her counselor and speak what's on her heart. If you're not into Jesus, then, you know, put vibes out there. I don't care, whatever. Do whatever you need to do to help me out and help Lily out and help this girl get where she needs to be because she just wants to feel wanted and she wants to feel needed and she wants to feel loved. I'm pretty sure that's what all humans want, what all of us want at the end of the day. We want to feel needed. We want to be wanted, and we want to feel loved. So please, prayers, encouragement, email me, think of Lily, and just hope that she can open up her heart and give the skinny of it to her counselor. And here's the deal, you guys. We all want to feel needed, wanted, and loved. In the episodes before, I was talking about Sound of Freedom. Those children just want to be loved and want to be rescued and want to feel needed and not wanted in the sexual ways of these people that they're being sold and bought. Go to Sound of Freedom, see it, talk about it, and please send prayers, emails, whatever. Give my daughter Lily the courage to open up her heart and just give my daughter a voice. Send up those prayers and just help her feel that courage going, all right, you know what? I can use my voice. I got my shield. I got my sword. I can use my voice because we are in America and she should be able to tell the truth. And that's the truth is her mother's committing fraud. That's wrong. Wrong is wrong, people. And right is right. Email me at keelyace at gmail.com. Please, your thoughts, your prayers, tips, cash, whatever you want to send me, your stories. I would love to hear from you.